a theme song for us. Wow. Moving on big time here on the Eagles Inside Podcast. Chris McPherson, football friend Duffy, and our special guest, linebacker, Casey Matthews. Casey, thanks for joining us here on the podcast. Congrats on the big win Sunday against St. Louis. And uh, we were talking a little bit before the podcast. You you agreed that it was your best game of the season? Yeah, I thought I played pretty well. You know, obviously you think a lot after games and certain plays you could – there are even more plays that you can, you know, make. But uh, – for the most part, I played well and played consistent and had, uh, had fun out there. How was it like after D'Amico goes down and Michael Kendrick is already out that you and Emmanuel, and I know there's a lot of the dime package in there, have to rotate in there? How, how crazy is that through the course of the game when something like that happens on the fly? Uh, obviously, it's unfortunate. You know, you don't want to see guys go down. Um, but, I mean, you got to be able to step up. You got to, you know, meetings, you really got to, Pay attention to to the game plan and focus in on tendencies that the other teams have. But uh, you know, just being confident that you know whoever's in there, they'll be able to get the job done and uh, get the guys lined up and where they need to be. And uh, you know, I thought I did a pretty good job of that this past Sunday. We were talking about it before the game. Uh, you know, your the first start of your career that that rookie season was against the Rams. Uh, did that occur to you? Did, did it occur to you how far you've come <laughs> since then? Not until after. Uh, <laughs> Whenever it's two and zero against the Rams, huh? Yeah, that's good. But uh, you know, it has been uh, you know, it has been a roller coaster of a career. Obviously, you know, start off, you know, starting, and you know, every every guy who comes to the NFL wants that, or you know, wants to come into that situation. But it was tough coming off the lockout and coming into a wide nine, which you know, I don't wish on any linebacker. <laughs> but, uh, <laughs> Uh, just being Safety, a, defensive back. I'm yeah, sure there's a oh, yeah. number of positions you go yeah, down the line. DNs love so. it though. Yeah. Um, just being consistent at each and every year, you know, and uh, you know, in practice and off season, you know, getting better, and you know, coaches see it, you know, and that's why they have the confidence in me to go in there and you know, fill in for these other guys. Talk about the the difference, and I, I think this gets lost with fans sometimes. The difference between the scheme from when you first got here and obviously transitioning to what uh, you had with Juan and then later with Todd Balls and now what you've got with Bill Davis. Just the huge difference from one yeah, to the other. I think they're on the complete opposite yeah. sides of the spectrum. <laughs> uh, the wide nine, you know, how, the, how we taught it you know, my first two years was pass or for the D-line to pass rush first, play the run second, which you know that's, that's tough on linebackers because they're tr- just firing off the ball, getting up the field, and uh, these linemen are coming clean on – on the linebackers, so you got to be able to get off the box. Um, and then the scheme we're in now to 3-4, you know, you really try to build your, your front, or I guess your three uh, interior D linemen. Uh, and Benny Logan, you know, Cedric Thornton and uh, Fletch do a great job of keeping linemen off you. They're very big guys and, you know, Coach As uh, gets, you know, gets them right each and every day in practice, you know, they're, they're they're on the sled, you know. I was in it last year with the outside backers in that sled every day, and you know it's the last thing you want to do. But uh, you just know it's going to pay off in the games, and you know it has. And you know they do a good job keeping linemen off you and keeping the linebacker linebackers free to make plays. I know you get the the chip at Oregon questions all the time, but but uh, how different is he now than than he was when when you guys were together at Oregon? Uh he's pretty similar for the most part. Obviously, you know. He's dealing with professional athletes and, you know, a lot of, you know, they're not just coming out of high school, you know, some of them teenagers, you know, 
but uh, you know, in the NFL, you got you got guys with families, and you, you kind of have to talk to people different because there's, you know, so many back, you know, so many different backgrounds where people come from, and how they grew up. But uh, for the most part, I mean, he's he's chip. He's been the same. Uh, he still has that mentality that you know he's confident. You know, his play calls and how he runs things and. You know, all the changes he brought here, you know, and there was a span last year, I think we lost three straight games, but he just, you know, he stayed with it and, you know, we ended up paddling back and winning, I think, nine of our last 10. And, you know, it just shows, you know, what kind of coach Chip is and how, you know, he's going to stick to what he knows because he puts a lot of research into, you know, the stuff he does. While we're talking about Oregon, you talked, to, obviously, they had their, their bad loss last week. <laughs> things may have changed a little bit. Things changed a little bit in the locker room uh, after that loss to Arizona. Well, yeah, ever since my rookie year, everyone everyone always takes shots at Oregon. That's just how it is. <laughs> but uh, you know, especially losing to Arizona and Foles to school. You know, you see Nick walking around with a little, you know, his chest puffed, puffed out a little bit, <laughs> rocking his Arizona gear. But uh, you know, they're a talented team. They've been in Oregon two years in a row, and you know, they deserve that number ten ranking. But. Uh, you know, need Oregon to get back on track. They still got a long season ahead, and hopefully, they can move up into one of those four spots. So, what's it like when Nick Foles is talking smack <laughs> to you about his team? Does he even talk smack? I mean, that's yeah, the one he thing. Said, that it's it's smack in like the nicest way possible. <laughs> <laughs> that's Nick. Uh, you know, you can. Gee, you sure wish you would have won that game. <laughs> <huh>? <laughs> even I, you know, I was like, "Congrats, man! The best team won." You know, you can't even talk <laughs> smack to Nick. <laughs> But uh, that's just Nick. That's just his character, and you know, it just shows to, you know, what type of person he is. Are there any of the other guys in the locker room that are on the other end of the spectrum in terms of being uh, pretty harsh trash talkers in the Pac-12? Uh, everyone in the SEC. <laughs> uh, mm-hmm. You know, Fletcher Cox, obviously. You know, especially because his team is doing well for once. No, especially right? now, yeah. You know, they moved up in the top 25 for the first time in their history. <laughs> but uh, <laughs> no. Uh, <laughs> um, Need more cowbell. Yeah. No. Uh, yeah. Uh, they're playing well, and obviously, you know, they're in a the top four spot. And you know, he's talking a lot to me, a lot of junk. But uh, you know, you better hope his team doesn't lose. So I'm going right back <laughs> at him. This is going to sound like a bad question, but uh, you know, there's all these Oregon guys here. Uh, when you think back to when you first met all these guys, like when they were freshmen in college or, or something like that, who are you most surprised is now an NFL player? Most surprised. It's a good question. Uh, <laughs> uh, I don't, you know, I'm, with all the guys I play with at Oregon and Medium, um, I mean, you're you're confident in all their abilities playing football. But I would got to say Jeff Mel, how small that <laughs> yeah. guy was when he yeah. showed up in college. He was so skinny, and he was a basketball player. Right. He was very talented basketball, but uh, skinny, he can jump, and he started out at safety. So how many more Matthews are coming down the pike? <laughs> I know we got we got Jake as a rookie this year. Uh, Jake's your brother a rookie. in Green Bay. Yeah, Clay. You know my cousin is with Carolina. He's on IR. He hurt his shoulder. Um, we Who's got that? a Kevin Matthews, and okay. then we got a a center at Texas A&M, A&M right now, yep. a junior named Mike Math uh, Michael. We call France, Mikey Matthews. Um, France probably got the scouting report on. Yeah. Ah, <laughs> uh, and then you know I got a a nephew. Uh, my oldest brother's kid, you know, he's super young, but, you know, hopefully they can, yeah. you know. He's like 6'3", 200 pounds. <laughs> yeah. He is big for his uh, <laughs> age. He's, uh, well, he's three years old. He's in the <laughs> he's top percentile for his height. And, 
He's already getting phone calls from Saban. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, you know, and I got a baby boy coming January 1st. All right. Oh, nice. Congratulations. Congratulations. Thank you. Um, so hopefully Happy New Year. Yeah. Uh, hopefully he can follow down uh, the family footsteps. Of all the, of all the Matthews, is, is, there a, is there a Matthew? Is there a Matthew Matthews? There's a, my great, great, uh, no, just my great grandpa, um, you know, my dad's side was, okay. uh, well, obviously it's going to have to be my dad's side. Uh, his, his name was Howard Lynn Matthews, but they called him Maddie Matthews. So that was okay. the closest to a Matthew yeah. Matthews. Okay. <laughs> I'm always, I'm always looking for double first name, last name guys. Yeah. So. Matt, Matthew Matthews. Yeah. <laughs> you getting Casey can do it right now or for, I know, yeah, January pressure's 1st, on you know? January 1st. Yeah. <laughs> Casey, what what's it like being on this team that's four and one through the first five games of the season? Where a year ago, you guys didn't win your fourth game until after the midway point of the season. What's it like going to this big Sunday night game that the team is on the streak that's on right now? Uh, it's exciting to be a part of this team. Obviously, it's a great group of guys. You know, and we haven't <laughs> we haven't won in conventional ways. You know, we've either been down every game or we've been up <laughs> a lot and let them back in. But uh, you know, we're just looking for that one complete game. You know, but we are four and one. You know, there's teams like the Redskins who've been close in almost every game except for the Giants game. You know, and they're one and four. But um, again, uh, this league's all about winning, and uh, we're four and one. We could have been three and two, but you know, we're four and one, looking to go to five and one. What's one thing you got to look out for from the Giants? I mean, a new offensive scheme, offensive line's been revamped. Eli's not throwing 27 interceptions like he did last season. That's, I mean, we'll see about that. Yes. Got 12 so if games you guys, you guys need to change, change that, please. Um, we, need, we need some Manning faces this <laughs> Sunday. So. Yeah. Uh, no, they're a talented team. Obviously, they, they had a rough start. But, uh, you know, they've, they've been clicking recently. You know, they've won, I think, all three games by double digits. Uh, they got some new weapons. And, you know, when you look at the scouting report and see their players, you can see a lot of new guys. Uh, you know, I think tight end's name Donnell. Mm -hmm. He's very talented, and he's scoring a lot of touchdowns for him. It looks like Eli's favorite target. Um, you know, I think their running back got injured, but uh, Williams he does a great job stepping in there, and uh, you know, just you know, just try to shut him down. You know, one play at a time, and coming out with this victory going into the bye week. Casey Matthews, excellent job. Thank you very much for joining us here. Thanks for having me. On Eagles Thanks, Insider Casey. Podcast, and uh, best of luck this Sunday night. And uh, down down the line with daddy duty, to say the very least. So. Thank you. All right, welcome back to the Eagles Insider Podcast. Oh, I'm already talking. I've already said Eagles Weekly. We don't have to do it again. Everybody knows the name of the show. Uh, welcome back. Special thanks to Casey Matthews for dropping on by. Now we're going to go into our feature, The Fails of the week and uh brian thomas has selected how many plays do we have here five plays we've got actually six fran added one more to it did so, he so this, it's, this, is a did. this is a fran duffy special when i heard that we were doing this this play had to get in there he immediately emailed right away and wanted this play in here okay so so number six is lamarcus joiner so this is obviously at the point in the game where the rams were just they couldn't get anything right uh hecker gets the punt off hecker gets the punt the off. one punt they actually gets off was, all right and it was a great punt <laughs> And he gets it inside uh, the five, and Lamarcus Joyner, for some reason, finds so it necessary to toss. If he had tossed it back into the end zone, that, that would have been, been the tremendous. come on man of the what, what, of the year. What was he thinking? He uh, was trying to get it inside the three yard line. <laughs> <laughs> What's great is better. that you can see his teammate push him afterwards in this, on the sideline. You can see the teammates are like, "What are you? What are you doing right now?" Yeah. Unbelievable. All right, number five. I Let's thought it was see. a really nice play. So we have 
Katy Perry. She was down at the she, Ole Miss game. She hugs Rebel the Bear. Why is this a fail? Do you think? I mean, do you think that's cool? Yes. I mean, it's great if you're Rebel the Bear. <laughs> did, did she? Did she call the upset? She called the upset. Yeah, that's why she, she was so happy. And she was part. And she was partying in. Uh, in Oxford, in Oxford. All night. I don't yeah. see. I don't see anything wrong with this. No. Fair enough. Fair enough. Um, I thought. I thought it was a little lucky. Lucky for it the mascot. Pretty, it was pretty. I mean, it's good for the mascot. Number three. Uh, all right. Let's Jack- Jacksonville. This is a pretty good one. This is just a still frame. Yeah, here. I saw this. Yeah, I did so see this. They they do a slow zoom out from the pool. <laughs> and, yeah. uh, this woman's wearing <laughs> jeans. There's yeah. a lady wearing jeans in the. Now here's the funny thing: is that that ticket is three hundred bucks per game. It's twelve twelve thousand five hundred bucks for the entire season. I mean, so she paid a decent penny to put jeans. My question is: Do you think that she has her cell phone in her pocket? Mm, probably yes. What, what else would you have done with it? What is well, give it to someone? Okay, but why are you wearing jeans in a pool in Jacksonville? Uh, it's pretty hot in Jacksonville. Maybe well, she wanted to cool off. You also, <laughs> I mean, the idea that there's like lots of STDs floating around in that pool. Maybe she thought the jeans would be protection. Maybe. Maybe. I mean, you look at the terrible Maybe towel. Just stay out of the pool. Yeah, like if you really don't, if you really don't want to go to the pool, just do it. <laughs> that's fair. Oh, jeez. All, right. All right. Well, that's a good one. That's the, the fact that that's number three, there's, there's, there should be two good ones the here. Main, the, the main thing is you don't have the mascot. I thought you were going to have That's true. The yeah, the mascot, mascot would have been, but that's just a good So this is just another no, no, picture. Number, number two here. Is number another, two. Another number two here it's is... Uh, Browns fan with pretty sad uh, names they put. All right, well, name. oh, my God. oh, I cry at night. Like how how bad is that? I saw there was actually an, an an equally bad one where it was a whole row at the Browns game where it was just former Browns play like quarterbacks and it was the whole row was That's like good. Charlie Fry, <laughs> Tim Couch, oh, you know, Spurgeon the, McCown, Did Spurgeon I don't know win? if Spurgeon Wynn was in there, but it was. I mean, it's great. That's good. I enjoy that. That's pretty good. I don't, I don't, I don't think one. that that's a fail though. Like. Like, it's, it's fun. I mean, it's like, a fail for the Browns. It's yeah. a fail <laughs> for the guy who who spent probably seventy yeah, eighty. Why bucks would you spend it? money to put that in the back? Of your, you know, I cry at night. Uh, I think it's I think it's funny. I th- it's like uh, like the factory of sadness thing. It's yes, it's good. Yes. And then number one, we know what this it's has gotta to be. be. It's got is it D four? It's, it's got to be D four. D four takes the cake. Right? <laughs> yes. <laughs> It's so good. Right, when go. I saw this, if oh my gosh. I don't know what to say about this. I don't like. I looked at it and I think I know what he's thinking. Well, Frank, but what was he? Did he? Did he think Kaepernick had the ball? That's the only. The that's only thing I can think of is of that he thinks it's a it's a pass play and he's trying to get back to his landmark and zone coverage. But it's just he's so funny guy. to look at because he's just running the complete opposite direction of the play. There was an honorable mention I didn't put in there, but there's a ball boy from Oregon who okay. always has the. I don't know if you ever seen. He has like no. a fade, a bad fade. He put pink <laughs> inside of his inside of his fade to try to uh, play up for breast cancer month. But I left that one out. But well, why is that funny? It's a fail. Why is it a fail? Because it's his half, it's, it's, half it's, his, it's, head, his head, head is pink. Is pink. Oh, yeah, I guess it looks pretty bad. No, I'm o- I'm okay with that. Bringing C- awareness. C Mac, you do that. I can. You can go half your head pink, half. Uh, I'm just saying he's uh, raising awareness for breast cancer. I know, but it's just the way he did it. Was See the fail that wore a pink the shirt. fail that you missed was I forget which college game it was. The tackle we did oh, yeah, the ball yeah, start yeah. and he goes timber. Oh, that was so balls. great. <laughs> I forgot about that. That's so funny. Nice job, Brian. Nice job putting that all together there. The fails of the week. Um, I guess we'll take one quick glance. Sunday night, prime time. Eagles Giants. I mean, the big story is obviously Eagles are four and one, but fans don't seem satisfied with the way the Eagles have gotten to four and one. And beginning of the season, I think if you pulled fans and said, "Hey, you're four and one through the first five games," everyone would take it. You know, it means you had to win one of the games, most likely over the Colts or the Niners. You figure to take care of business at home. The Eagles have done just that, but 
now you have a red hot Giants team coming to Lincoln Financial Field, winners of three straight. I guess what's the what's the big key going to be for for Sunday night? I mean, as far as that as concerned, the big thing for me, and I've said it before, is that the month of September, the month of October, it's all about collecting wins so that when you get hot at the end of the year, you've got those in your back pocket. And now, you know, you're set yourself up to be in position to get one of those top seeds in the conference. So, uh, you know, we, we've said it for years is that the hottest team going into the playoffs are those teams that will go far and go to the Super Bowl. If you don't get those wins in the beginning of the year, you know, if you're hot, it doesn't mean anything at the end. We've seen a lot of teams get hot at the end of the year and then they fall just short of making the playoffs. Uh, Arizona was one of those teams last year. If you don't start four and one, it, it makes it harder to, to get in. So uh, obviously, it's not the greatest start. I think that on all three sides, there are th- all, all three phases. Well, special teams maybe I would not, not included. Yeah, I wouldn't include special teams. Special teams, 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 teams on offensively and defensively, yes. I'm sure there are things obviously that they're trying to clean up. But uh, if you're going to go four and one, you're going to take that start every time. It's amazing the fact that the Eagles have struggled in some areas as much as they have. And are still four and one. Yeah, I think it's a. Tri- I think it's quality that's that's good. It's, it shows that you're a good Indeed. team and you can win with adversity like that. And all the injuries as well. That's you, you yes. add that all into it. So, uh, yeah, I mean, you take a step back. It's a good place to be, but there also is you know, they can play a lot better. Yes. Now the question is, will the Giants provide the test to push the Eagles? You would probably think that look NFC East. This is going to be a tough matchup no matter what. And the Giants played the Eagles pretty tough last season. So now you have the offensive line, which you know, still trying to get themselves together. Lane Johnson made a difference in his first week back. But this is a Giants defensive line that seemed to have the offensive line's number last year regardless. Yeah, I mean, that's going to be one of the things that will be really interesting to see is how this Giants defense plays the Eagles offense. Uh, last year, you mentioned they, they gave them some issues. Uh, obviously, the, the first half of the first game was Michael Vick, and uh, the second half of the second game was Matt Barkley. So mm-hmm. uh, with, these being, with, these, with this game going to be with Foles under center the entire time, uh, obviously, the, the offensive line is starting to come together. This will be their second game in a row playing with the same unit, so that'll, that'll be a good thing. Uh, hopefully, we can just keep the running game going, and obviously, the defensive special teams can continue to play the way that they're playing. See how it goes. Is that your your way of predicting? There it is. <laughs> is that your way of predicting that Mark San- we'll see Mark Sanchez on Sunday night? No, that's I like I said. I think it'll be a good thing with Foles under center for the entire time. It'll be the first time we've seen that against the Giants in two years. And then you look at the matchup with the Giants offense, Eli Manning all of a sudden not being the twenty seven interception. He's due. Guy. He's due. He'll I think he's due for at least at least four interceptions <laughs> on Sunday night. <laughs> uh, I mean look, this offense is very much a quick and rhythm based offense. They look to try and get the ball out of his hands as quickly as possible. Uh it's a lot of short stuff, a lot of the quick game. Um and it's based obviously on the running game. They're a smash mouth football team that likes lo- all those inside runs and uh, whether it's Rashad Jennings or Andre Williams, they like to run it inside between the tackles. So uh, I think that's what you're going to see with this team on the ground. All right, Fran, in a few moments from now, you're actually going to be filming the Kelly Strader segment. Nice to be filming after a win. Excellent. So what are the plays that you have lined up for this week with Ike? Uh, we've Chip? got we've got a, a couple of the defensive plays. We've got uh, Seth Thornton's uh, two big plays, obviously the fumble recovery uh, for a touchdown and then the long fumble return, uh, which has a lot of different facets to it. Uh, we've got the the pump block, obviously, and then one of the touchdown passes. I won't give everything away, but one of the touchdown passes as well. A tease, so, yeah, a little a tease. tease, a little tease. So, uh, so yeah, we filmed that in a little bit. So I was just thinking of this idea for the bye week for you, since uh, when you won't have game film to review on the Kelly Strader. What if you review like the food that Chip ate over the week, and it can be called the Belly Strader? <laughs> it's not a bad idea. Yeah. It's not a bad idea. We can we can go with that. I'm I'm trying to decide how we're gonna 
attack that how we're going to attack the bye week I, i've got some ideas so we'll see I or it could week. be like a him making a sandwich uh, a pb and j and called the jelly straighter how many more of these do you have <laughs> i don't know i, I, I gotta think of them <laughs> how about if uh how about if you bring uh a rapper in and you, everyone starts singing hot in here it's the nelly straighter <laughs> <laughs> little country grammar they were playing that in the cafeteria today actually okay that's right or we could do we could i got it now perfect get let's get corporate sponsorship uh on the line we'll do an amoroso segment no longer uh that with michael kendricks this time it'll be called the deli straighter there you go (laughs) that's good nicely done that's good i feel good about that one that's a good one you could just keep the exaggerating. Amor- you can just keep exaggerating about things, and we, we could just point a camera at you, and it could be the embellistrator. No, yeah, not as strong. Crickets, there Not as good as the Amoroso's deli strator. <laughs> <laughs> no, the deli strator is pretty good. Okay, that's good. I'm going to take nice. that upstairs. It's going to make it happen. Uh, Eagle Eye Podcast. Who's yes. your special guests? Still deciding. Still deciding. Okay. Yeah. Still figuring that out. Gotcha. And then uh, Wolfston will have later on in the week. We will. As always. Wolfstein is actually moving on up to uh, to TV now. It is. Yeah, he's in inside inside the, the Eagles' inside debut the Eagles on ABC, twelve oh five on Saturday mornings and one oh five on Saturday, Sunday mornings. Yes, still waiting for my uh, increased uh, paycheck for it, but we'll see. You want your royalties from it? Yeah. So keep waiting. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> well, I think that's gonna do it for this edition of the Eagles Insider Podcast. <laughs> it gets me every time. Yeah. I love that so much. <laughs>